So I got a new uh, desk chair. Hmm. Uh, big purchase, big purchase. Hard to get. You know, like I'm one of the lucky ones. One of the lucky yeah. ones. You gonna give me a review? How many stars? Uh, I would give it. I would give it four stars for right now, and okay. here's why. So it's really not the chair's fault. It's a nice like, gaming chair. Yeah. But because of the way my desk is set up, uh, in order to make it like really work with like you know ergonomics. Yeah. Um, I have to have the chair at its maximum height. Mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I want you to imagine this the whole time that I'm uh, sitting here making the yuck yucks talking about startup culture. I am swinging my feet back and forth <laughs> like a seven year old. And I really, that's really, you know, it's kind of making me think like maybe that's the energy I need to bring to this episode. Like, hey, you can go play some kickball? Hey, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, what, what, what do you, what, what do you, what do you what, hey! How, how how do you can, can do you, you want ever, do you want to see my new, do you want to see my new Lego set? Have, have you ever have what what's your how do you what do you uh, is that your hair? <laughs> That's true to life. Uh, yes. <laughs> based on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, my, my seven-year-old, because I have a seven-year-old. Right, yeah. We were walking as a family, as we do, oft walk around the neighborhood, mm-hmm. look at Christmas yes. lights. Oft, oft and we, the family, do walk. Uh, alas, uh, it happened last <laughs> night, and, and we were strolling along the sidewalk, and, like, I'm playing games with the kids. We're, like, singing Christmas carols, just being wacky, and then there was a lull and my seven-year-old, just out of fucking nowhere, says, why do we have life? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I, I was about to launch into, like, well, it was on sale and it's my favorite cereal. But <laughs> my partner jumped in and was like, well, your, base, your, your body is like a battery and, like, goes into, like... How we have life, and you she's know? Like, like, and she gives the your whole, heart beats, and it does that. Yeah, she gives the entire Morpheus speech from that scene in the Matrix <laughs> yeah. to yes. turn a human being into this, and she has a D battery, she but then also she suddenly D-battery. is is Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> That's really what the Matrix was. Is is the whole time it was Lawrence Fishburne the whole time? It's it's all to me. It's Wait, always it's been all Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. <laughs> Always was gun to the back of the head. <laughs> Always was. Wait, wait. Okay, I always forget to do this. Mm. Welcome oh, yes. to Let's Make a Unicorn, the startup podcast for people who hate startups and podcasts. My name is Jonathan, and I'm Levi. And uh, hopefully, you're not jumping in episode 21. If you are, start over. Go back to the beginning. <laughs> it's a it's a 21 part series. This is the finale. Yeah. It's full of spoilers, mm-hmm. and you really need to absorb the narrative from the very beginning, or otherwise, you won't understand our unique motivations. Right. I mean, just like just like most pop culture phenomenons, uh, at, you know, as we are, I think um, it's phenomena. Phenomena. Most like most pop culture things, um, you're you're not fully going to appreciate how much you hate this, the finale, unless you go all the way back and relive every episode leading say? up to it. Like you mm, might actually like this episode, well. and that's not our intent because we are well, a pop culture phenom. Mm, what you say? Uh, turns out, turns out it was actually purgatory, and I know that I know, <laughs> it was purgatory. I know that we tried to like throw you off the scent. <laughs> 
because you figured out that it's purgatory, but actually, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, it actually really is purgatory. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, and really, the the dragons are just going to burn up the whole the whole village anyway. <laughs> yeah. And Bran's going to be king. And the uh, and and the fifth element was love the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the format of this podcast, uh, if you, I guess, if you were trying to guess so far, you'd be like, "Well, there isn't one." Jonathan, but you jokester. That's the funny. format of this podcast is Levi and I both have a startup that we'd love uh, to pitch to you and to pitch to each other uh, for just general mirth making. And making mirth. We like to make mirth together. General high frivolity. General high frivolity and mirth making. Uh, the, the, the merry frivolity of mirth making. Introducing the merry frivolity of mirth making. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Levi, do you have a pitch for me? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, I do. All right. Yeah. Okay. Lay it on me. Give it to me. All right. So. I'm going to put, put my hair in a ponytail. I and now I just picture you with a ponytail waving your legs in the air. Uh, yeah, I'm just kicking. High. Oh no, just be clear. I'm still kicking my feet back and forth. That is not stopped in the in Good. the last five minutes. This I'm, is still. What's I'm happening. hopeful that during the uh, during my pitch, you're going to be like creating some sort of circular motion, so that then your chair just starts spinning around and you right. end up tangling yeah. yourself in your mm-hmm. own headphone cord. Yeah, I'm gonna. And then later on the podcast, you're not gonna be able to find me, and that's because I'll have hidden inside of a clothes rack. <laughs> And, and then I'm going to have to call mall security. and then... Yeah, to come get me. It's a whole thing. It's the dream of so many of us, traveling the country and living for short periods of time in different houses. Maybe it's just a summer home or a new spot every few months. That sounds amazing, right? That is, until you start to miss the things that Only you have, and that you know best. Your bed, your dining table, the weight of your favorite rocks glass, your collection of rare records, and that box of junk in the closet. Those things are what make a house a home. But those aren't the kind of things you can just bring with you whenever you travel. It's not practical to pack up a moving truck with all your favorite stuff for every two-week trip you want to take to Tempe. It's just not practical. That's why we created Exact Replica. <laughs> Finally, something that makes perfect sense. <laughs> we keep an active real-time inventory of all the stuff you own at home and keep an exact replica of each item. <laughs> we keep these replicas stored in strategic distribution centers across the country, ready to ship and set up in the remote location extended trip of your choice overnight. It's not enough to simply have the same model armchair. It's the little things that make that piece special and familiar. The special wear and tear, the little nuances, and even the stains and blemishes. That's why Exact Replica installs a series of video cameras, LiDAR scanners, and a full suite of IoT sensors throughout your home, monitoring every scratch and dent. Then our trained team of professional set dressers can make sure the details match across all your stuff. Finally, you can feel completely comfortable in every space you visit. And coming soon, by tapping into Facebook's social data and scraping your frequent contacts and friends list and mapping that with interest and location data, we're able to ensure you have a comparable group of physical friends in every city you visit. Learn more at exactreply.ca. <laughs> this is 
This is cinematic continuity <laughs> for, for everyday life. <laughs> yes. yes. This, is, this is the person. Here's the thing. I feel like you only see the person credited as continuity in movies that MST3K is riffing, where continuity was so horrible. It's like the, you, always, you always credit someone with continuity in the movies with the worst continuity. That's when you notice it the most. But this is like a continuity professional uh-huh. for yeah. your everyday life. It's like, I want to leave home, but I don't. You want to leave home, but you also want to, like, like when you need that, when you're closing up the, that bag of bread and you don't know yeah, where a twist tie yeah. is, you know exactly where a twist tie is in your totally, home. Totally. Right? I, can, you know? I, can already see, I can already see the commercial. It's the commercial. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, a, a young, uh, it's, like, it's like Peloton lady. Right. And Peloton husband, mm-hmm. and they're in like a uh, they're in a a beautiful sort of like uh, um, great room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is overlooking snow in the mountains, mm-hmm. and then he they're smiling and they're they're drinking wine, and he stands up and like with his whole hand like swipes left. Yes. And now it's the exact same room, but they're looking over the beach, and they swipe left, looking at fucking Machu Picchu. Right. They and they still swipe have left. That, like, perfectly worn hope chest in the corner right with all and they swipe left and it's the arab spring and they swipe left and it's like you know tiananmen square right and they swipe left yeah and they swipe left and there's just like and then and then (laughs) then they see like and then they're in middle earth and there's uh and they swipe they swipe again oh man no no kidding uh one of my friends is um he does airbnbs and he's um thinking of buying some land and just installing like six different meaningfully separated hobbit holes yeah and i'm like well you'll make a killing mm-hmm. like i can just start like mm-hmm. yeah you'll be able to it's like hey uh hey um you know Nerds. my place is my place <laughs> is uh you know a thousand square feet it's got all the amenities it's go for you know like 75 bucks a night it's like mm-hmm. uh, my place is a tree house I'm like 500 dollars a night <laughs> right to um, stay in my treehouse. Yep, you can only sleep standing up, but there's not enough room to fully stand up. Uh, $550 a night, plus cleaning charges. <laughs> in a treehouse, it's a, it's a complete experience. So all the chairs are a little too high uh-huh. so that you, like me, can be kicking your feet back right. and forth and feeling like a kid again. Yep. Do you even hear about feeling like a kid again? I can feel, I, you know, I can feel like a kid again. You can be kicking your feet back and forth and feel like a kid again. I, man, I just want to feel like a kid again. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. <laughs> um, and a tree house. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been drinking a lot lately. Like a seven-year-old. <laughs> I've been drinking a lot, and um, uh, so I could, really what happened is I finally figured out how to make a drink that I really like at home. It's in Manhattan, and I mm. figured out the secret was the sweet vermouth. People yeah, who like yeah. Manhattans, if you're Manhattan, suck at home. Pour that martini and Rossi down the drain. Introducing more expensive vermouth. <laughs> uh, no, it is um, – uh, that's the secret. So they've been – you know, it's like, oh, I'll have a couple of Manhattans, and that's kind of my, my nightcap situation. Right. Not every night, but let's be honest, most. Yeah, of course. But – I was, uh, uh, I was, you know, out shopping, getting ready for Thanksgiving. We did Thanksgiving at my house. The only sweet vermouth that Kroger had right. was like the shit sweet vermouth, and so mm-hmm. I had to change up all my like the Kroger brand sweet vermouth. No, it was like it was just Martini and Rossi. It was oh, just like okay, cheap okay. sweet yeah, vermouth. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know there was expensive sweet vermouth, but it's you know it's kind of like a wine. Mm-hmm. So um, I bought the cheap stuff, and I'm trying to make a drink with that, and like I figured out how to do it, and then I forgot that I figured out how to do it, and this is why that's important. <laughs> I figured out how to do it, and the way that I do it is instead of two ounces of, of whiskey, of Wild Turkey 101, it's three. Mm-hmm. And instead of uh, a full ounce of vermouth, it's a half. 
Oh, okay. Vermouth doesn't yeah. taste good. You just mm-hmm. want a taste of it. You know, touch of it. So I had uh, one night. I, I got into three Manhattan territory. Ooh. A three Hatton. Uh-huh. A hat trick. A triple hat. That's what they call yeah. that. Yeah, it's a hat yeah, trick. A hat trick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I was like, oh, no, here we go. Like, I'm floating. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it was just bad news bears. Like, it's like, I remember, like, trying to get drunk when I was younger, and now I just avoid it like the plague. Right. No, no, so no. I just are, want a solid, I want a solid buzz for five hours. Right. Yeah, yeah. An extended buzz. That's what I want in my life. And same thing, same thing when you go to the, you know, it's even more, you know, can't imagine going to a bar right now, right? But uh-huh. pre-COVID, post-COVID, you go into a bar and you're like, I want to experience new drinks made uh-huh. by professionals. Yep. I want to have the right amount of alcohol to feel buzzed. But then when I want to go home, I want to be able to go home safely. Yeah. I did a pub crawl once on uh, on bicycles in Cincinnati when I was living in Cincinnati. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, took a bunch of friends. And it was uh, – it's very hilly in Cincinnati and we were riding like single-speed bicycles. So we mm-hmm. hit a pub, had a couple drinks, and then went to the next place. By the time we got to the next place – we were sober. Like, oh, we I had see. burned it yeah. all off. And, yeah. and yeah. we were thirsty, so we had a couple more drinks. And I had like seven drinks that night mm-hmm. and was just stone cold sober. Yeah, so I, mean, I think that's the thing. It's like everybody loses, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have the experience you're looking for. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. risk to the public of you, you know, driving while intoxicated right, is huge. Right. Uh, it damages your relationships, your favorite brands and your favorite bars and, and establishments if you don't have the experience you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But medical science has already solved this. Introducing alcohol. <laughs> Raise your alcohol IQ. <laughs> this is a sensor that you just sort of slap uh, on your left breast, your right breast, left side of your abdomen, inside of your left wrist, and your right calf. Uh, that monitors in real time your blood alcohol level. And sends alerts to your phone's phone saying, like, time for another one. <laughs> hey, last time it took you about five minutes to make that drink, and you were late for your recording session with Levi. Better start making the next one now. You know what? Make it a double. I see you've got a meeting on your calendar. You know? That's good. It can plug into Superhuman. <laughs> yeah. Make it a double. It looks like this 1 p.m. goes till 3. Uh, so, like, this is about, this is, you know, alcohol intelligence as a service. Mm. So, mm-hmm. so completely outsourcing the mundane task of figuring out how much you should drink. And even better, uh, we're integrating alcohol with uh, the leading, uh, you know, point of sale uh, solutions in bars like Square and, and, <laughs> uh, and you know, uh, Apple Pay and all these things. And uh, so that you don't even need to order that next drink. Amazing. Right about the time that that, that you know, hit that, 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 uh, that happy medium mm-hmm. where it's time for another drink but it's not going to make you too drunk, that's when the drink arrives, right? That's the kind of experience we're trying to build. Wow. And if you're like, hey, I eventually want to go home, Alcohol's patented algorithms will figure out how to wind you down. It won't make you stop <laughs> drinking. I want to be clear. You won't have to stop right. drinking. Right. The drinks will just slowly decrease in alcohol content and up, you know, up with the fruitiness. Wow. Until until you're ready to leave, right? And if you, know, if you, want, to, if you want to leave and it's not quite time, Alcohol will call you an Uber. Amazing. Just because we're in a season when we're staying home more, I don't think this is any less valuable. Right. Because I mean, this could plug right into Zoom. You know? Right. And you can yeah, still it's have like, I mean, I'm doing a Zoom games, happy hour right yeah. after this. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, I, I want to, you know, I want to know, uh, basically, how can, how can technology enable me to live in a near constant state of partial drunkenness? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what I'm looking for. And I think if we're honest about how this year has made us feel, that's what we're all looking for. Right. Being yeah. a functional alcoholic is hard, mm-hmm. right? And I once was told that, you know, the way to make a successful startup is to take something really hard to do and automate out a bunch of steps. Right. Well, something a functional alcoholic is great at is drinking just the right amount at just the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, and they learn how different alcohols affect them, and they know when to switch to wine or beer. But you got to do know, the work you know, to do that. You, you know, got to do the work, and right, you know, not everyone's time. willing to do that work. But it doesn't think that mean they shouldn't have access to to functional alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And so, really, this is functional alcoholism as a service, right? You're, yeah. Um, so you're like, uh, what I like about this is is all of the integrations you could have, right? I yeah. love the integration with Square, <laughs> and. Yeah. And yeah. POS, like, you know, just placing the order. Yeah, in, because why should I arise. have to order? Right. right? It, it, so long as I can queue up, like, oh, here are the drinks I want to have in order. You, have, you and I have talked about this a lot. Like, mm-hmm. why should I have to make any of these choices? Right. I just want to make fewer choices but still get what I want. Alcohol knows your preferences, know how, knows how different alcohols affect you. It's constantly monitoring you. You just walk into the building. You walk into the bar and you sit down. And your night is your night is set, right? Yeah. It's like a five course meal, but all the courses are alcohol. <laughs> like that, like that's the that's the kind of experience we're trying to create. <laughs> I love that because you you could tap into location data, and uh, and like you would know it would know how far away you are from the bar, and then right. start the order. Yeah. So by the time right. you get Absolutely. there, a drink is waiting for you. Right. Yeah. I just want to automate the process. Mm-hmm. Of becoming slowly and slowly more drunk until you forget about all the things that are bothering you. Yeah, so this is not it's, – it's, not, it's numbing as a service. Yeah, well, yeah numbing as a service. Nah. Uh, so the uh, – so, you know, people may say, like, well, is this really, is this really healthy? Or aren't you just promoting alcoholism? It says, no, I'm not. I'm promoting what we call the inebriative arts. LAUGHTER <laughs> The difference may seem subtle, but our but our our users agree that there's a major difference between being an alcoholic mm-hmm. and being a tech enabled alcoholic. Because <laughs> now because now you're relying on data. Yeah, yeah. I can't buy shares in AA, right? But I can own oh shares God. in alcohol. Wow. <laughs> You know what? This is a common theme, Jonathan, amongst all of our startups. I think I think if we put enough effort into <laughs> any enough one of these, into any one of these, like <laughs> we could actually extract some real fucking value, uh, right? Like, like you you may have just stumbled upon some sort of life changing algorithm that's hidden. Oh, it inside would change lives. Idea. I'm confident. Oh, yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> but but we just. We just wrap it up in a joke, hit record, and then publish it on I Spotify. know, because it's easier than actually building something of enduring value. <laughs> no. So the – like the, but, the, but I mean I think, I think the really what we're talking about here is there is a, a fine line, finer than you think. Mm. There is a fine line between a joke mm-hmm. and a billion-dollar company. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why would you, Levi? Why would you? Why would you order a taxi? My friend Tom has a car. <laughs> right, a hotel. Nah, nah, dude. Sleep in my treehouse. I yeah, got sleep tree in house, my treehouse. You. It's it's only going to be four hundred times <laughs> the cost. You want McDonald's? I'll bring it to the treehouse. I'll just go get. It. I'll bring it to the treehouse. Just give me like five bucks. 